Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Monday, May the 10th, and we're so thankful that you're with us for our Winning Side daily broadcast. We had a great day yesterday, and if you were here, I don't have to tell you about it. You experienced uh, what the Lord did in our midst yesterday. It was Mother's Day. It was a sweet spirit. Uh, we had good crowds. It's so good to see people coming back to church. And every Sunday, I feel like we're seeing more and more folks getting back. Had a great drive-in service. It was just perfect weather. It was beautiful and uh, had a good service. Had one baptized yesterday and had a great service last night. The Lord has been so good to us. But we're thankful you're with us today. It's going to be a great week. We had yesterday, we had two birthdays. Tony Jones and Kara Sanders, happy birthday to you folks. And then today, are you ready? Drum roll, please. Jennifer Schnur, that is my sister, that is Brother Caleb's wife, uh, Jennifer. And uh, I asked Reagan last night in Children's Choir, I asked her, I said, Reagan, I said, how old is your mom? And uh, she said, uh, 29. And then I said, are you sure? She said, well, maybe it's 39. And then I said, do you think it's older than 39? And she said, no, 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 it's 29. So is she 29, Caleb? 28. So we were off a year, but she is still young. Now, uh, Brother Caleb, on the other hand, uh, I think he must have robbed the cradle because Brother Caleb, he's knocking on 40, somewhere in there, right? <laughs> I think they're the same age. But anyway, happy birthday to Jennifer today. And I appreciate Caleb being here running the show uh, here in the radio studio. And we also announced yesterday, you're going to be hearing a lot about this. And if you've already done it, that's fine. You don't have to go back and redo it. But we have now officially for the WVFE, we have a an app that is available on the Apple Store. It's not available yet for Android. We're working on that, but you can go and you can download the app. If you'll type in WVFV, Voice for Victory, uh, it will come up and you can use that. That way, if you're ever away from the radio and you've got your iPhone or your iPad or your computer or whatever, you can listen anywhere uh, to the winning side. You can listen to our, our daily broadcasts and our music and our programs and our services. And so we're very excited about that. Brother Caleb's got all that together, been doing a lot of work with it, and I hope it will be a blessing to you. We're looking forward to a great service on Wednesday, our prayer meeting and Bible study, Teens on Target Master Clubs. And we've got a special speaker, uh, my brother Jared, just graduated last Monday from West Coast Baptist College in California. And uh, he'll be preaching Wednesday, and then he's leaving out Thursday to go get ready for a wedding and a honeymoon, and then going into ministry in uh, Plattsmouth, Nebraska. He and his wife will be serving at the First Baptist Church there. We're excited for them. 
Let's get into a song. Here's a great song my girls were singing the other night, and uh, I think it was in our devotion time we started singing this song. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. Walking with Jesus, I have no regrets. I want you to listen and enjoy this great song. The name of the song is I'm Blessed. Each day that I live, He gives more than I need. I could never describe His goodness to me. You ask how I make it day after day. There's only one thing I can say. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. Walking with Jesus, I have no regrets. He is so good to me, I must confess. The way has been long, but I'm blessed. All that I need, I find at His feet. When I'm hungry, He feeds me with manna so sweet. When my soul is weary, He gives peace and rest. All I can say is I'm blessed. And I've had my share of sunshine and rain. Days filled with laughter, nights filled with pain. But with every mile that I've traveled this way, the journey gets sweeter each day. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. Walking with Jesus, I have no regrets. He is so good to me, I must confess. The way has been long, but I'm blessed. I'm blessed. So much more than I ever deserve. He's been faithful and true to His word. I'm blessed. I've been blessed by the hand of the Lord. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. I'm blessed. It's been a long journey, but I have been blessed. Walking with Jesus. And I thank the Lord that we have been blessed. And uh, I like what that song says. Uh, it's been a long journey. Maybe you feel that way sometimes. Maybe you feel like it's uh, not always been easy. Sometimes the road's been hard. Well, that's part of life. But I'm glad we don't face life on our own. I'm glad we don't face the hardships uh, by ourselves. But we've got the Lord who goes with us. And uh, He has been so good to us. And I hope that's your testimony to say, hey, God has been so good. And God has blessed me. And uh, God's been better to me than I deserve. That is for sure. Uh, we're in the series uh, now on the book of Proverbs. And I don't know if you do this or not. I hope you do. But if you'll read one proverb every day, you'll be able to read through the Proverbs in a month. And uh, today, of course, is May the 10th. And so you would have read today Proverbs 10. And uh, it's amazing how I've read through the Proverbs so many times, but I always get something. I think, man, I, I know I've read that before, but I never quite saw it like that. And I'm thankful for the Word of God. We finished last 
Friday, and we're talking about the fear of the Lord. I think the key verse in the book of Proverbs is Proverbs 1-7. It, uh, it talks about the fear of God, the fear of the Lord. That's, that's the beginning of understanding. That's, that's the starting point. Uh, that's home plate. Uh, you can't get to first base or second base or third base, and you can't get back home unless you start there at home plate. And uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And uh, I hope that you have a fear of God. We said it's a proper reverence. It's a proper respect for God. Uh, fear of God is not a fear of what God might do to hurt us, uh, but it's a fear of what we might do to hurt Him and what our sin does to break the heart of God. Proverbs 13 and verse number 13, the Bible says, Whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. We ought to have a fear and a reverence for the Word of God. We ought to have a relationship with this book that we read it and we study it and we meditate upon it every single day. That's where we get the reward. That's where we get the victory in our lives. Proverbs chapter 1, if you'll look there in your Bibles, the first six verses here really give us an explanation of why the book of Proverbs was written. Remember, Proverbs was written as wisdom from a father, Solomon, the wisest man that ever lived, to his son, Rehoboam. And he wrote these Proverbs so that his son would get some things out of it. Notice with me, if you would, verse number one, the Proverbs of Solomon, the son of David, king of Israel, to know wisdom and instruction to perceive the words of understanding, to receive the instruction of wisdom, justice, and judgment, and equity, to give subtlety to the simple, to the young man knowledge and discretion. A wise man will hear and will increase learning, and a man of understanding shall attain unto wise counsels, to understand a proverb and the interpretation, the words of the wise, and their dark sayings. So this book was written, and the first six verses explain why Proverbs was written. These all go hand in hand. I want you to notice quickly. First of all, they were written for wisdom. Wisdom is the ability to use or the ability to apply what you know. Uh, for instance, you could have a manual, and you could memorize the manual on how to fix an automobile. But if you never go out and fix the automobile, if you never go out and open the hood and begin to work on the problem, then memorizing that manual has not done you any good. Same is true with the Bible. You can memorize the Bible, but if you don't apply it, if you don't use it, then you are not uh, utilizing uh, the book and the purpose that it was given. It was given to us for wisdom, the ability to use it. Next, it was given to us for instruction. Uh, instruction uh, is, is teaching. Uh, it is discipline in our lives. We need to be instructed. We need the Word of God to show us here is how you're supposed to live. Here's how you and I are supposed to uh, function. Here's the, the, the Word of God, the instruction that we must follow. Next, it was given to us for justice. Justice is that which is right. We ought to, as Christians, we ought to read the Bible so we know what is right 
and we know what is wrong. That is what justice is, being able to determine uh, and to, to see that which is right, that which is the right behavior. Next is judgment. Judgment, literally, it, it means a, a verdict. Uh, when a judge um, uh, issues a judgment, he issues a verdict, and he issues a decision. You know, as Christians, we ought to have judgment. We ought to know how to determine, how to make a decision on what is right and what is wrong. May God help us to be people of judgment. You say, yeah, well, I'm glad you said that, Pastor, because I got a family member and they need... No, no, no. I'm not talking about judging everybody else. I'm talking about judging our own lives and judging ourselves and, and saying, hey, is this right or is this wrong? And making the decision to do that which is right. Next, the book of Proverbs was written for equity. Uh, equity is making things equal or making things even. And we often will say being fair. I know that's very difficult sometimes. And uh, I'm glad that God is not fair. Uh, God uh, is a, a God who is no respecter of persons, but God's not fair. If God gave us what was fair, we'd all be in hell today. I'm glad God's not fair. I'm glad he's merciful and gracious. But as Christians, we ought to have equity. We ought to make sure that things are equal, things are right. We ought to be very careful to do uh, that which is right, that which is uh, equal. And then next is understanding. Understanding is to be able to grasp a truth and to be able to have insight. It's being able to see the big picture. You know, sometimes we have tunnel vision. Sometimes we only see things through uh, our eyes, through our perspective. We only see things that we're dealing with. But God wants us to have the big picture in mind. God wants us to have understanding of what is going on. Next, we see the word subtlety. Subtlety is prudence. Subtlety uh, helps you to make wise choices. The Bible says we are to be, as Christians, wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. A person with subtlety, they have prudence. They see the reason behind things. A person with subtlety is one who can see and understand complex situations. Uh, I tell you, things can get pretty, pretty complex. Things can get pretty confusing sometimes, and we need God to give us prudence. Knowledge, next, knowledge is the ability to distinguish. It is uh, being able to study and understand why things happen and why things go the way they do. That is knowledge. Discretion is the ability to devise wise plans and have understanding in certain matters. Uh, it is thoughtfulness. It's being able to think ahead. Uh, I'm not a chess player. Some of you are. Uh, but if you play chess, you know that in chess, you're not just thinking of that move. You're thinking of the next several moves and what could happen and what, what might happen if you make that decision. Uh, discretion. The book of Proverbs was written for our learning. Learning is to be able to grasp something, to be able to lay hold on something. The book of Proverbs was written for counsel. The word counsel, it literally is talking about guidance. It's the idea of steering a ship. And can I tell you, we need counsel in our lives. We need guidance in our lives. Uh, if you've ever uh, tried to teach someone how to drive, 
Uh, my wife and I have been talking about that lately of who gets to teach Lacey and who gets to teach Savannah and then who's going to teach Chloe and Kylie and Micah. I think we've already got it all assigned who's teaching who. And I won't tell you why we've decided that, but anyway, we've decided it. But if you're teaching someone to drive, that steering wheel is so important. And the best way to steer is to make gradual uh, to make slight adjustments. You don't want to uh, swerve. You don't want to yank the steering wheel and that's when you have an accident. That's when you lose control. But it needs to be gradual. And in life, it's a whole lot better if we can make minor adjustments every day than to after days or weeks or months or years, we have to make a major adjustment with that steering wheel and perhaps um, lose control. So we need to have counsel to help us to steer. Can I tell you, we ought to have a desire to learn. We ought to have a desire to uh, grasp and understand and have the wisdom that God gives us. That's why the book of Proverbs was written. It was written for us to be able to have wisdom to go through life. I hope you have a desire. I hope you have that longing to learn the truths of the Word of God. I'll close with this verse. 2 Timothy 2, verse 15, the Bible says that we as Christians should study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. And that's why we study. We study the word of God so that we can rightly divide. We can rightly uh, navigate. We can rightly discern. We can rightly judge the affairs of life based upon the instruction of the Word of God. I know we've covered a lot of uh, definitions and a lot of words today, but I hope it was a help. And I hope that you and I will today live on the winning side as we follow the Word of God and the wisdom that we find in the book of Proverbs. Thanks for listening today. God bless you. And I hope you have a great day. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.